0: Wow! I really wired up a machine here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm and it. and here—that's great. Hey there, Rainbow Paint. Hey there, Tech. <laughs> uh, so uh, I've never decided on a nickname to call you. Um, so many possibilities. Like Rainbow, Paint, Bow rain rainy rainy sammy
0: is my real
1: name um, sammy i yeah. like sammy i i'm gonna try to let's see if i let's see if i can remember to call you sammy while we talk okay. um just so you know if you see me typing it's not because i'm not paying attention to it's actually because i'm taking notes so i just want to let you know oh
0: that's kind okay
1: yeah the the because sometimes like i'll need to sort of like put things together. And so it's nice to be able to like, lay it out and see.
0: Perfect. It. Note, number um, one, she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: And, uh, and then the other thing that I feel like I should, um, dispel for two reasons. One, just because I, just my impression of you, I feel like you might think about this. And two, everyone seems to have this impression. Um, is that like these tentacle tantras are really sort of like yes they are content but really they're like a a way that i'm trying to provide value to my community and the way that i'm providing that value is like directly to the individual so like in this case like this is for you so please don't feel like you have to perform or like like there's some like something good for my content like it's really just about like what's going to benefit you does that make sense
0: yeah no that definitely makes sense uh thank you for precursing this. i don't have that impression by the way okay, it's cool. it's kind of the same thing as my gasm emotes. it's just like yeah it turns into content but it's like a way that i'm like hey i can't drop the subs like everyone's doing but i can make you an emote because i like okay. you yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, I, like... love
1: that. I, lo- I, I i relate <laughs> to that a lot like i see i see whales in people's chat and i'm like i want to be a whale but i'm not i can't <laughs> yet. i'm not i don't know i'm making enough money
2: um, Are you right?
1: <laughs> yeah. So what, so, so what would you like to talk about today, Sammy?
0: I don't know. Um, what, what do you, I sent you like a list of things that I like, you might be interested in talking about. Like, oh. I don't know if there's a specific one you, you wanted to poke at a bit more. Or...
1: I mean, we could, is there anything, is there anything that is currently on your mind? Anything that, thats that you're currently working through that I might be able to help you with?
0: um i mean always (laughs) always um i don't want to talk about it i should precurs this because we'll probably touch on it a little bit as i did go through a breakup last week so that is definitely on my mind but i don't Um, really want to go into it on like something that will be public
1: that's totally fair but
2: (laughs) just
0: fair to the other person as well um but that is something just so we don't have that weird mix up in the middle of any talks but um for I'm sure, sure you saw my, I think I listed in the things to talk about, and you might have seen it on social media, but I am actually approaching my one year of leaving an abusive relationship. So I'm actually really excited about that and totally. ready to celebrate because I, it's been a year. Um, yeah. yeah. awesome. <laughs> I'd I be, Thank you. I'd be down to talk with some of that stuff. We can also talk about childhood stuff too. It's like I have that speech disability. I think you were curious about that one too, and just kind of how that interfa, uh, affected how I, grew up i guess and my core personality and yeah
1: (laughs) so like and uh, again like i definitely want to respect any boundaries but like i i I guess like i just want to like how how are you how how are you doing
0: um good and bad yeah that makes sense it's been a time yeah
1: it's been a time that's Um, pretty
0: raw yeah, I ended it, but it's like, and I was like ending it on a really good note, but then it turned into a little bit of a bad note, and that's was just like, I've I've had some waves on that, so for sure, because <sighs> I like to end it on good notes, but yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, that 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 strikes my curiosity. Uh, why why do you? I I know this seems like a dumb question. But why do you like ending things on good notes? Why is that important to you?
0: Well, cause you shared memories, right? Mm-hmm. They were someone of huge value to you in your life at some point. If you dated for a while, like they had to have been. If there's love there, it should stay there to some degree. Like my first significant other, like we can't be friends but we're still like in a weird way family. Like he checked this past year, like I said, like uh, I went through that, that happened the abusive one and like um he checked in on me you know he sent me support in any way he could because it was like one of those big moments and even if you don't have to talk every day you're still you care and you want good things for the person and you know it's so easy in a breakup to just sit there and go and point out all the bad things so easy to do that
1: yeah but hard not there's to so much effect. good
0: right it's really hard yeah You
1: know yeah um and so that's yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna take a i'm gonna take a like a poke in the dark here and and you tell me if i'm if i'm at all uh (laughs) on track but um i know that for me in realizing that like every sort of like bad thing has sort of like a good reason behind it you know like like horribly abusive people have like you know grew up in horribly abusive situations and therefore like it you know it's sort of not that it makes it excusable but like it just it like it you can always sort of like trace it back it makes it really hard to sort of feel the f- feelings that you want to feel do you struggle with that at all? Did that question for, make sense?
0: Because to some degree there's a few different directions I thought you were going to go with that. Um for the for the abusive one like like you're asking specifically like the the after effects of the abuse and trying to feel the feels and
1: What what I'm really asking is like you're talking about something that I think is really um sort of evolved of you which is that like you don't you don't like sort of demonizing the people that you were in relationships with because like there was love there and like they're like a person and like they have their reasons that like these things were the way that they were and yet i find myself concerned for you in the idea that 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 may hold you back from being able to sort of Feel the feelings that you want to feel. Does that make sense? Uh,
0: yeah, that does actually make sense. Yeah, it does. Because it's like I think. Um, oh, it's been a while since I've gone through a breakup like this. Um, a normal breakup. <laughs>
2: sure.
0: <laughs> um, you want to yell at the person? Actually, no. Even like when I left the abusive one, it's like I didn't really argue back, and like he really, he really tried to get me to because it's like a whole other level of mental mind fuck, right? to get someone to like pull out of themselves and then to like destroy that part. But, um, only near the end, I started even saying stuff. and It was before I even understood and accepted what was happening. And so I'd never really, there's so many times where I don't get to tell them how much I hate certain parts of them and I just kind of swallow it up and but like what's the point in telling them like if it's if it's something that'll help them in the future, I get it. but if it's something that just is like I'm mad at them, it's like it's not gonna fucking help them. It's not gonna help me by telling them I'm still going to be hurt that happened, you know and
1: yeah, so again, like I think that I think that you have you have a a, a big brain, Sammy, that in, in, in that in that you're saying like and and big heart in that you're saying like me saying these things isn't going to like help them or like better them in any way so like what's really the point in saying it and i guess the i agree with that i i think that in in many cases like you know screaming or telling them what a horrible person they are isn't isn't going to have much effect and i also think that something that Happens a lot like it happens constantly throughout our days and some are just sort of bigger than others is that We don't get we, we feel emotions and we don't get a chance to sort of digest them or like metabolize them And so they end up like staying with us I And one of right yeah, and so like one of the things that for for people like you who are like so considerate and and um and you know like want to do everything to like benefit people as much as you possibly can one of the things that i see happen a lot is you get stuck with all of this undigested emotion that just just festers in there
0: yeah that makes sense
1: (laughs) what's that like
0: frustrating because like you could say it's like you could say it's big brain or whatever it's like you you know you're doing the right thing and it takes effort to do it but you don't feel like a better person for it either you just like you just kind of feel like it's basic human decency and like like, not in a mean way like it's just you're just like i'm just doing what i feel like i should be doing (laughs) so it's not even a pat on your back thing and it's
1: like and, like, it's got to be even more frustrating that that, like, basic human decency that you're just like, yeah, like, this is just what I should do is not shown to you in a lot of cases.
2: Yeah,
0: that's yeah. where I tend to get cranky and, you know, because it's like I make it easy for people sometimes. And it's like, I don't know, I've had people describe it as like, you know, like, it's, you've probably heard it as like if you if you're a floor map, people just like. They still won't be happy they'll be like lay flatter you know and it's like sometimes i just very much feel like that and i just it's so frustrating because it's oh man like i've had follow-up with friends like that too where you try and do the 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 nice thing make it as easy as possible listen communicate try and evolve offer apologies offer solutions and it's just nothing is good enough and then you're just mad because you could just screamed at them and you you put that energy into doing these other actions and then it's just it made no difference and you're just like I could just screamed at you too and put hurt onto you and I didn't and I'm like I kind of wish you did sometimes
2: and
1: so Sammy is it possible to be strong in who you are and not be like a doormat like you described and still be kind and compassionate and all of those
0: yeah yeah i do stand up for my myself a lot i do um not i definitely always learning in different ways different ways surprise me of course of course but i do learn to stand up for myself more and more and i i do assess these scenarios a lot because i'm just like you know like i said it's like the extra hurt comes from trying to do the right thing and and not even making a difference. You know, you're just like, "Hmm, maybe I should just distance from bad people next time instead of like trying to make it better. If I don't think it's going to resolve or I don't know. There's,
2: yeah.
1: Do you find yourself trying to fix bad people?
0: Um, I find myself next to bad people and I'm, I'm trying to wrestle and figure out why the fuck that is. Um, (laughs) I'm really not sure how that keeps happening. Um, and then I'm fighting more and more really kind hearted people and they're just bursting into my life. You know, the universe keeps sending them to me. And I'm like, Oh, Holy crap, like maybe I don't have to be friends with like really mean spirited people and I could actually be friends with like nice positive people who want good things in the world and I didn't know there were ones that exist so abundantly out there I don't you know. The universe sent some to me lately. So Well that's
1: good. I mean I'm I'm glad to hear that. Can I take another stab in the dark?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: does it feel um does it ever feel like scary or uncomfortable being in relationship not like romantic but like you know friendship romantic like whatever Terrifying. just in in relationship with people that are not bad
0: yeah well i I technically have like a lot of like uh've i have trouble with friendships but
1: can you tell me more about that?
0: I just, there's like that wall that you hit where you're just like, you can hang out, you can have fun, but how do you bring it to best friend level? And it's just like sometimes really hard. And I realized after my my, my abusive relationship that I just kind of, because even we've talked about poly too, it's like, um, I'm polyhearted, but still even then it's like, I could get crushes on people, but I won't get close to other people. It's like, I'm just like, okay, I have a primary, I have a partner and I'm just like, Least, you know, people that I'll hang out with, but not really close friends. And then
1: what makes I something just, best I don't friend
0: level? Hanging out, like, and actually being vulnerable and talking. And, you know, I, I did have one in California, like, where I actually could go when I'm having sad days and sit in my PJs, so we could just keep each other company. But it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like I'm around instead of like actually there for people and or part of their group or, I don't know, that dabbler, that dabbler, like friends with everyone, but like not really close with anyone. And I just, I think I put so much energy into a relationship and I'm kind of like at a point now, it's like with the breakup too, it's like, I'm like, I'm almost at my one year of leaving my, my, my other ex. And I'm just like, I'm ready to stand on my own feet where I didn't feel that before. I was like terrified to do that this past year. Even like and, and like a long distance relationship was so perfect too because it was so like I couldn't get too close even though I um, wanted to. I just Yeah, and I'm still not quite ready, but so you know, I yeah.
1: let let me let me see if I if I'm understanding what what you're saying correctly. So what what I'm hearing you say is that like it's not actually an issue of like people getting deep with you like you're you're actually you actually get you know you actually sort of like support people when they're when they're sad and and need help quite often but when it comes to having a friend that is actually there when you're sad and when you need support that y- you have a real hard time finding
0: i it's i struggle to do the things and share the vulnerabilities and I oh, don't know. I like, I'm very like positive on a lot of authentic experiences and I try, but like, I still, when I message a friend, I feel like the worst burden in the world because it's like, I just feel like I'm taking like good resources from their day and like putting them in a bad space. Cause this stuff's contagious, you know? And I just, and you don't want like get to that point where you're vulnerable and you're expressing and sharing. And then they're like, what if they actually didn't, want you to your what if they get resentful of you for doing it and they just start telling you because some people are deceitful with how they're feeling and I know it's not my fault if they are but you know you still fear it you don't know which one they are and then they'll pull that rug out from under you and then you'll feel really shitty <laughs> and they'll make you feel bad for it I, just, I don't know I just I have trouble so, making space for me <laughs> so
2: it is it...
1: There, there's there's a there's a whole lot there's a whole lot going on there but but I think that one of the one of the juiciest little nuggets that you just said is if you're if you're vulner if I'm vulnerable somebody's going to somebody's going to pull the rug out from under me yeah has there been has there been bef- before the abusive relationship because I'm sure that it happened in the abusive relationship was there a time where you were vulnerable and somebody pulled the rug out from under you?
0: It feels like all the time.
1: All the time. Mm-hmm. So can you, can you think back and like, like what's the, what's the earliest time that you can remember?
0: Earliest. Ooh. Going like in like thinking it must be childhood. It must be somewhere. <laughs> no. It's
1: always childhood
0: always childhood right always childhood (laughs) jeez i wonder
1: do you want to know why it's always childhood just to sort of break the ice a little bit to sort of like come up for for a second
0: that's when your brain is developing and making those connections
1: yeah sort of so it's it's partially that and it's also that you know as as we grow we get better and 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 learn how to metabolize emotions better and when we're young we don't know how to do that so when bad things happen they just heck and stick like like super glue
0: i mean there's some smaller things but i'm thinking about i think it was like my first significant other i think Your, it was
1: that that first that first really sort of abusive relationship
0: No, no. I've had a lot of relationships. It's just,
1: oh, okay. yeah,
0: no, there's the, there's the ex-husband or future ex-husband divorce things. Um, but there is like my first significant other. It's like, I, I met someone online originally. That was my first uh, serious relationship. Um, that's the one I moved to California for. Um, but, I put all this effort to get there. And once I got there, he just wasn't in it with me. And it was just, I don't know, it still hurts. Oh, well, it doesn't hurt as much. But I, mean, I think it worked out for the best. But it just, you put so much love and affection into a person, then they just, they're not there with you. I don't yeah. know.
1: So you said something, you said something that I think sort of illustrates a cool idea? um Mm -hmm. a lot of the time what can happen is something bad will happen to us and um that bad thing sort of like we sort of you know it doesn't it doesn't get digested we sort of keep it and then what happens is because that bad thing is sort of sitting there in the middle of us and we don't know how to get rid of it we actually start sort of like building around it and so like it it becomes sort of the center of like sort of like what we function around like you have whole like cities like built around this thing and so then what happens is then like when you talk about it later on you don't really like feel a whole lot about it and it's not that it wasn't like a significant thing it's just that like now there's all this other stuff that is like that's hiding and sort of protecting this thing and so the way to the way to sort of start like getting at that thing is to find like a find like a string where you actually like feel some emotion and just start pulling and unraveling. And eventually what happens is you get to that thing and then it all just like blah, bursts out and then you feel better.
0: Like spirited away, no face.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's <exactly.
0: laughs> going to a of there. That is a that is a
1: beautiful, a beautiful analogy exactly (laughs) absolutely Um, so you're
0: a fan of that movie i love that movie oh i'm a huge huge studio ghibli fan uh
1: howl's moving castle is like one of my wife and my like like ultimate like romance movies
0: no i love a spirited away because they deal with a greed uh and consumption and like identity and oh i just love the themes in it it's so beautifully done
1: totally totally (laughs) so I'm hearing two different things here, Sammy. One of them, and I, I think that they're both true, and I just sort of want to dive into both of them, but I'm curious which one you want to sort of dive into first. Uh, one of them is, I don't want to be vulnerable because I'm afraid that if I'm vulnerable, I'm going to get hurt again, which is perfectly legit. It makes perfect sense because you were vulnerable in the past and you did get hurt. And then the second one that I'm hearing is that I'm I'm not I'm not worth the burden that it is to be vulnerable. If I'm vulnerable, I'm taking up somebody else's precious time and energy and I'm not worth that.
0: Ooh, when you phrase it like that. Wow. (laughs) Does it it hurt? A little bit, a little bit of like, yeah, like I probably should feel like
1: I'm worth that station should Okay. I? Okay, <laughs> I think that's a really good indicator. So, like, w- one of the things that I learned from my therapist that I find really useful is that, like, feelings are, are sort of like uh the, the psychological nerves. So feelings are signals that we should pay attention to, that, like, whenever they come up, like, something is being told to us. And the more that we sort of pay attention and try to figure out, like, what they're trying to tell us, the, like, better off will be so the fact that that we struck a nerve there with uh with you know i'm not i'm not worth it makes me think that we should dive into that one first so
0: yeah actually while you're talking to i had another one like that stirred up too because you're asking where this origin came from i had a friendship that fucking burned out out of nowhere with like no notice she just got sick of me one day
1: was she this coming off was this when? um like, no
0: actually it was when i was like tw- like early 20s she just one day got sick of me didn't like me anymore and yeah she just got kind of pretentious on me like I'm better than you and just she was my best friend for a while and so I just was like okay and she stopped being my friend on my birthday which is like an extra just like ow <laughs> like why do you mean why on my birthday why not like two days yeah <laughs>
1: like, so like yeah so What that's probably where that came what, from what meanings did you make from that
0: not to trust (laughs) that's awful okay yeah no just i don't even know what it was really about she just didn't like my vibe anymore
1: so here's another poke in the dark just because of knowing you a little bit from this conversation from previous conversations i i have a i have a theory that you may have also assumed that you must have done something wrong or that you must in some way fundamentally be flawed because... I must
2: have done something.
1: Because otherwise, why would people keep leaving? Does that feel right?
0: That feels right. You know, there's something that keeps people from connecting with me. sticking around. Um, Dating-wise, I think I figured out what goes on there, but friendship-wise, I'm still people-wise.
1: So interestingly enough, I think that a lot of the time, these things become self-fulfilling prophecies. So my theory is that There's there were many situations in your past where you really sort of like were vulnerable with somebody and then they pulled the rug out from under you. And so then you started to say, oh, like I need to like, you, you know, your mind is smart. Like it's like, oh, we keep getting hurt by doing this. We're gonna stop doing this. And so then you, stop, you, you stopped being as vulnerable. And so then when you were in relationships with people they felt like they couldn't really get that close to you because you were protecting yourself, rightfully so. It makes perfect sense. And so then, because you weren't getting close to people and people kept leaving, you you said to yourself, like, oh, like, I must be a bad person. It must be something that I'm doing wrong.
0: <laughs> that might make sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I do have patterns of that, yeah. Like, I remember, like, my the the nice acts I just had I remember one of the things in the bonding experience is to point out to him that I keep asking questions but I'm, I kind of skip over answering them myself mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like once they notice it they're just like wait a minute <laughs>
1: like, I've been talking this whole time what's going yeah, on
0: I just can't poke at people I'm like hey what's going on with you and they're just like wait a minute so maybe <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah and what's even trickier Is that now it seems as though you have fallen into an abuse pattern, which means that because you're sort of used to feeling, you're you're used to what a a toxic relationship feels like, that when you find another one, you're like, oh, yeah, this feels like home. This feels like where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And so then. Go ahead.
0: No, I definitely have those vibes. I have some growth on that this year, but yeah, and I can go into that. But I have had some growth.
1: Please, by, by all means, go ahead. Oh, um,
0: no, it's definitely, and it's like one of the things like anyone who has, so this past year I had to learn how to reach out because I'm, no one knew I was in an abusive relationship. I left and I was in denial over it for like a few months and then I just, I kept calling like different hotlines, and then one day I, I just called the domestic abuse one. They're like, "Yeah, no, you were in a domestic, like you were in an abusive relationship." <laughs> I'm like, "I was," like, and I'm like, "So you're calling their line, like, like I was, oh, like, uh, and like, I know it now, but I was like in such denial at, over it. Even like the things I said, I'm like, it was so clear, but I didn't, wasn't ready to face it, but. Um, so Damn. after I left, I was, huh?
1: Be careful because I think that what, what you, what you might be doing there and tell me if I'm wrong, I'm, I, I may totally be wrong, but what you may be doing there is actually beating yourself up and saying like, oh, I'm such a dumb person. I'm such a bad person for not recognizing that I was in an abusive relationship.
0: no not quite it's
1: okay good
0: i think i'm good with that i think i recognize like the brainwashing that goes into it and okay. how those happen and good. I get how i got there and still shocked i got there yeah a lot of people don't really know how that stuff happens i guess Till it's too late <laughs> anyways <That's what's laughs> scary
1: about them yeah
0: that's so scary it took long periods of time and brainwashing and like ah (laughs) stupid um but no it's i had to reach out afterwards because i just couldn't like i i don't i haven't only a few people know um but my my ex did take my kids from me for a while too and so i you know because like i left in september I was like, okay, going well, I fucking get started, let's get my life going, you know? And I'm like, yeah, bygones, be guy, bygones, end of relationship, let's move on. Like, I do, <laughs> you know? I'm just like, yeah, you know? I'm ready for the good things. And then he took the kids, and October was like a fucking nightmare. And I had to reach out, because I couldn't. I couldn't be with my thoughts anymore. Like, it was always such a safe space, and then...
1: No, I can't. I can't even imagine that. That sounds... It's okay. That's what so... that, that's what this is for. So what I, I'm I'm just gonna I'm if, if you're okay with it I'm just gonna like talk a little bit and sort of like let you like <laughs> let let you experience this because I think that it's important. Um, okay. So the reason that we do this is because like this is this is what healing looks like like healing isn't pretty healing healing like you know the 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 sort of i don't know i'm gonna get on my soapbox about like toxic positivity but like the sort of people that are like we just want rainbows and sunshine all the time (laughs) like the reason that that doesn't work is because like
0: there's so much bad
1: you gotta you gotta let the bad out in order to in order to uh in order to heal in order to like let it go it doesn't work to just sort of like shove it in a closet somewhere um yeah and so, agreed like,
0: and uh...
1: <laughs> so this is good this is good
0: yeah i think a lot of people because of my happy vibes very much confuse me with that type and it's like i'm always like down to have those real comments and it sucks you know for if people want them huh
1: for others you're down to have those conversations for others for
0: right. <laughs> no i'm supposed i'll say my own things but it's like it does have to be like a they want to hear them Mm. i can't just i struggle with just saying them but like i I have learned more this year how to do that but no um yeah rainbow and happy but it's like no it's like i will talk about the real stuff and the the hard stuff and it's like especially like this stuff now like with the the abuse it's like i want to scream from the rooftops so other people can know more what it's like and i'm going to try and find ways to contribute back to that and um but no it's like like i said october was like so freaking i don't know. one more thought on that last one is um like the concept from young and stuff it's like you a real person like you you can't evolve unless you look at your darkness if you never look at the darkness of like yourself or life it's like you're never going to be able to really know yourself and you're going to be in this Date, <laughs> it's just not real. You won't be able to move or transcend. And I'm explaining this awfully. I can explain it better, but I'm not. Um, no,
1: no. I think you're. I think you're doing a great job. Do you want? Do you want Gaiden. me to? Do you want me to like echo back what I heard? Sure. What I heard was like, if you're only looking at the light, and you're never looking at the dark, like you're really only gonna be seeing half of yourself. And so, like, if you ever want to be a full person, you have to look at the dark.
0: Yep. And if you do have darkness in you and you're ignoring it, it's just going to consume you. You're going okay. to give it power. That's how addictions happen. You know, and I, a lot of people confuse how I am. They think I'm just looking at the light, but I'm, I, I've had plenty of dark, you know, and it's like, I look at what it and say... Like? Fuck that shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm over here now. like And so it's like, my whole thing is rainbows. Like, after a storm comes a rainbow. Like, there's tons of fucking crazy bad stuff in this world. And I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be part of that vicious cycle. There's so much bad going on all the time. Yeah. And I refuse to be a part of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting because... I'm hearing you I'm hearing you say that like you have to you have to look in at the light and the dark in order to sort of like be full. But I'm also I'm also hearing sort of in in the way that you're expressing your actions that there is sort of some like running from the dark. Is that accurate or am I misinterpreting that?
0: I wouldn't say running, just you know it's like i had the speech disability growing up and i was alone all my life it just so i don't know it's and and my therapist has picked up on that too with the a lot of the the fears of the 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 abuse and stuff is it's linked to like being alone as a child and the anxieties of that and just like i don't want to be alone again Mm. you know because i've worked so hard to maybe run from (laughs) work so hard to try and connect and not be alone anymore and so it does come out a little funky in my life sometimes but that is like one of the big things is I don't want to be alone I want to actually connect with people and sometimes I have some fallbacks saying it's like maybe I should just turn everything off and just like hang on my own and just be that introvert I feel inside me and just read all day and I, I watch anime and ignore everyone and I'm just like that is like not what you want so you need to like shut up and reach out to someone and, and say hi and connect and a lot of times instead of like saying i'm troubled i just am like how are you because like i do that so oh. even i felt like i felt yeah i have lots of <laughs> so i'm
1: i'm curious about i'm curious about the part of you that wants to watch anime all day and be an introvert can we, can we can we talk to her for a second? Sure. What, what is, what is she like?
0: Um, a little hateful, honestly, a little hateful, not really big on people. Um, growing up, I, I didn't like people. I really don't like a good chunk of people. I like certain people. And when I like the people, I like love them a lot, you know, like, that's part of why i stick on your channel i like your vibes i know your vibes and i dig them um but yeah a lot of people i don't like and a lot of people are really cruel growing up and like it's like i get it from the kids but like my speech disability affected how adults treated me and as a kid like knowing the adults were fucked up is like a whole other thing to go through you're just like they te- they have a hallmark moving on bullying from kids they don't have one from about the teachers you know like um i mean other than matilda
1: <laughs> that's true yeah I my wife like also movie. loves that movie
0: such a good movie yeah yeah Sorry, <laughs> <coughs> oh, i'm still sick but, i'm sorry yeah no i just i just filled my day with like drawing and reading and anime and i just make believe and i I had video games and i liked it yeah you know, and eventually I had to let people in.
1: <laughs> yeah. So one of the, one of the things that I, I learned from my therapist is that, like, when we experienced trauma, um, that part of ourselves sort of gets, like, frozen in time and continues to sort of exist within us um, as, you know, whatever age and whoever that person was at that time. And so what it sounds like you're describing to me Is like like I don't I don't know how old she is, but some little girl that Went through a really really hard time that she shouldn't have had to have gone through and Is Is in there really scared and like, you know really wants to like isolate and be safe and and I I wonder I wonder if you've ever if you've ever had a conversation with her that wasn't you know like no I need to reach out. Have you ever like have you ever sat with her and like talked things over with her? I know this is sort of weird.
0: No, it's fine. My therapist actually had me have a conversation with my inner yeah. child at one point. Yeah. Give her a hug and like, it's it was the loneliness talk. She's just like, well, why don't you imagine yourself hanging out with her? Yeah. I was like, and what? It was hard to do, but I was able to do it in the end.
1: What was it like? Weird. <laughs> totally, very weird. As as <laughs> I've done it myself, and I know I know how weird it is. What 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 came up while you were doing it?
0: I, it's a lot more quieter of a space. Mm-hmm. I just slow my roll. <laughs> um, how,
1: how was that? Like, what did, what did that, did that feel good? Did it feel bad?
0: Felt forced, it was hard. It's hard, right. maybe like you're right, maybe like it is frozen in time. Cause it's like, I've even read those articles of like the, the perfectionism and uh, keeping busy as trauma. And I definitely have that. Like, I don't slow. I don't slow down. And you've mm-hmm. noticed that. You very much like you pointed your that ne- out when you're your, like coming on my stream.
1: Your networking abilities are insane, girl. Like, you're just like constantly <laughs> like you're everywhere.
0: And I still feel like I'm no. Yeah. <laughs> that's the ridiculousness.
1: Yeah. And that's that. Like, that's the trap. Is that like your mind is your 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 little girl is never gonna let you feel like you're in enough places because you at, at your core you have this little girl that is phenomenally lonely she and so the,
0: slow down and read with her <laughs> and draw
1: absolutely that that th- that was sort of like where i was going which is that like I think that the only way that you'll ever feel like you're in enough places is if you're in a place with her and and like you start to build a relationship with her and start to you two start to make each other feel comfortable
0: you're probably right actually i could see that because it's when i get super high strung or not high strung um strung out when i get strung out it's like My recharges are all the same things I used to fucking love doing. It's like I draw or I I sit and read manga all day or watch a scary movie. And it's like, and I'm alone and I like it. I like being alone.
1: You never let yourself. Except it's a problem. Very occasional recharges.
0: It got worse. It got worse this year. Mm -hmm. It's... And even... (laughs) Even with my ex, like, he didn't let me be alone.
2: Hmm. You
0: know, so it's... In- it's-, mm.
1: it's interesting because most of the time I give people the opposite advice. Most of the time I give people the advice that, like, if they're if they're feeling depressed or sad, that they should surround themselves with people because being lonely when you're, or being alone when you're depressed or sad is usually sort of like a, a, a vicious circle that just, ends in horrible misery um but in your case <laughs> in your in your case i think that i think that you actually need to you actually i i think that it would actually be like a really cool sort of like meditative practice for you to like color with your little and like you know watch <laughs> manga with your little and like or you know watch anime with your little and like all, all that sort of thing I think. That oh man,
0: it, I need a little. I need to be a little.
1: <laughs> like, uh, what's the word? Intentionally, like you know, like you you do it already to recharge, but like actually going in with the purpose of like, okay, like me and me and my little girl are gonna are gonna color together today.
0: I should go full little. I practically am. <laughs> no, I like that. It's like actually do stuff. Like, what would my little wanna do today yeah would she want to sit here and listen to the phantom of the opera soundtrack or would she like to draw some anime Mm -hmm. like of characters they have crushes on (laughs) Yeah.
1: and then and then like as you're as you're sitting there with her coloring or whatever listening to phantom of the opera
0: yes uh, oh sorry yeah
1: because because you're so because you're so good at asking questions and like you know Delving into people, start asking your oh, questions and see see where it goes.
0: Oh shit! I never even thought to do that. That's a cool one.
1: Because what's really cool is it allows you to sort of bypass that whole city that you've built, and instead you just get to sort of have a <laughs> direct conversation with that core.
0: I kind of love that. Yeah. <laughs> Psychology
1: I like that. hacks.
0: I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love it. <laughs> oh. So I'm I'm excited that this happened because I've been wondering about it but I didn't want to just bring it up out of the blue. So I'm I'm excited to ask about it. A few times like when we streamed together like i would see i would see sort of like i don't know like clenching on your face or 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 something like that and it just happened right now where where like you sort of like squeezed the can and like squeezed your eyes (laughs) and i was curious i was i was curious i I don't i don't mean to make you self-conscious at all but i'm I get nervous yeah okay so it's what 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 are you nervous about
0: um attention (laughs) fuck um very direct okay yeah i get nervous when attention's on me it's funny it's kind of funny as a streamer and as my personality that especially when i set myself here it's like i intentionally put myself in spotlights to try and overcome like the introverted side of me
2: Mm.
0: it's kind of ridiculous but i do it's i force kind of the introverted side down um i also get really excited you should see oh my god like i just get full body excited you know like so I get happy clenchy too but
1: yeah what was your what was your uh can can, can I ask a little bit about your um speech impediment yeah was it was it a stutter or like what what would happen
0: I couldn't make words properly so I have my own little weird language and no one understood me um, Interesting. frustrated the crap out of people like I got kicked out of day camp <laughs> like, they did, they're like we don't understand her you need to pick her up it's just like what the fuck <laughs> like,
1: it must have frustrated the crap out of you because you knew what you were yeah. saying
0: you know what's even worse is I have trouble with it when other like you know how you get like more frustrated when you're dealing with the same things you've worked past mm-hmm. I feel so bad when I experience that on other kids now because it's just like I just so desperately want to understand them and it's just like internally i struggle with it because of that it's like i don't hate them or anything i keep talking to them but i'm just sitting there like in this panic talking to them because i don't know what they're saying i feel awful for it because i know how that felt and it's awful
1: (laughs) yeah so what what's interesting is that like yes i do think that it must have been incredibly difficult to not be understood and at the same time i think that and again, like, feel free to push back against this. But, like, my guess is that the the more frustrating and the more painful part was not that people couldn't understand you. It was that people didn't try and people, like, actively pushed you away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, and that was an ongoing thing, like, all the time. Like, you know, like I said, like, they, they kicked me out of day camp. Like, teachers had issues with me, like... Um, based off of, like the paperwork that my mom gave me, it was like, I knew like six words when I was four, which like my four year old can say like 200 or more words, you know, like, it's like, I couldn't say anything, um, and be understood. And, um, but yeah, like the, the kid dad day camp, there's a lot of issues. Kids didn't want to hang out with me because they didn't understand me. And then, you know, like, I know I have one kid admit to me later that they bullied me specifically because of my speech. They're just like we don't like how you talked it bugged us and like and like they literally threw rocks at me like and like it was just like it messed up it's just like it's just ridiculous like and it's just i don't know it's it's one of those things i could turn it into a positive though oh that's probably not healthy <laughs> um. good
1: job you caught it good job good job I can
0: turn it into, um.
1: Did but, you see? did you see the uh, sort of like
0: God, manicness of it the, yeah no i could <laughs> like, i could oh, I
1: I save this
0: i can save this <laughs> i can turn this around yeah no and it's because i have done a lot of reflection on it like i always i kind of realized like i had that head above the hurt from a young young age and i fucking hated it all my life because i just like i'm quirky let's be real um I wanted to fucking be normal. I couldn't be. I've given up on it at this point. But I really, really want it to be for the longest time. And I couldn't. It sucks. <laughs> but I realized a few years ago, because my head was above the herd for so long, it's made me love who I am now that can do better things with it. Hmm. You know, like I can do a leadership role because of it you know, I'm not moving along with the herd. I can go to the front and fucking guide it. And I know what it feels like to have that, that feeling and how to feel that loneliness, to, to be, to have social anxiety, to have all those things. Right. And what it's like. And I've, I've turned into something where I kind of try and help others with it. Like, in my twenties, I started organizing the events in California. I started the geek club and I lured a bunch of social anxiety geeks. And I'm just like, okay, I do the icebreakers now. Hello. Hey, you two. You like the same thing. Go talk, you know, and then and then it was social anxiety myself, because I was still getting over it. That's when I was becoming like an extroverted. I was just like, oh, cool. You guys, you talk. Okay, they're best friends now. Cool. Like, they, they would become best friends. Some of the people I introduced are, like, lifelong friends now. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, ooh, I'm overwhelmed. I need to replenish the chips in the ice. Bye! You know, and I'm just like, yeah. gone. <laughs> you always yeah, have so, the best excuse to just out.
1: Sammy, I mean, I think I think that that's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I think that that's, that's sort of a, a, beaut- a beautiful thing that you've done for people. And I think that I think that you're turning into a positive right now. You know I'm very I mean? much turning into. A positive. <laughs> um <laughs> and so like wh- one of one of the things that you said was I wanted so badly to be normal and I've given up on
2: that. Yeah.
1: And I I want to push back a little bit there because I think that the phrase given up on that implies
0: I still want it.
1: That and like loss. Like it like like it implies like I I I don't know quite how to express this, but it says to me that there's still that there's still muck in there.
0: <laughs> Probably.
1: You know? Instead of like I, I, I think that really the path to sort of like Accepting that you were different is realizing that like they're normal is a Construct it doesn't really exist You know what I mean?
0: Stupid societal norms
1: Right (laughs) Right, and what's what's really awful about, about societal norms is that they make everyone feel like They are different and they are weird and they wish that they could be normal because they're looking at all of these people who are pretending to be normal and don't realize that everyone is pretending. And the truth is, is that, that no one is normal.
0: Yeah. And that's, yeah. And that's, like, one of my big things, too. Like, the sex, uh, sex, love, and dating podcast. Like, just my openness in general. Like, I'm just, like, stop acting like we're just this fucking little sardine. You know? <laughs> Like, we aren't. And people need to start shouting that they're not the same and stop trying to fit in so much. And... Yeah. Realize the asset of not fitting
1: in. Well, that that actually... So, so one of the things that I've been thinking as we've been having this conversation is that there's something called Dharma, which is like your your sort of like purpose. You're sort of like what, what what you're on this earth here to do.
2: Yeah.
1: And I think that a lot of the things that you've been talking about really say to me that like you're so so karma a a lot of a lot of people think that karma is like you know you you, somebody does something bad to you and then something bad happens to them but really like all karma means is sort of like the hand you're dealt in life like sort of how it how it you know like some people are born and I was born a white man who you know had a middle class uh, upper middle class family so i basically got dealt the best possible hand ever uh and then other people were born in like you know like ghetto neighborhoods and like uh a, you know like abusive households and things like that um and so like you know different people are dealt different hands and i think that that karma informs your dharma so like depending on depending on what hand you were dealt it informs like how you go through the world and and ultimately like what you're sort of meant to do in the world and i think that a lot of what you're doing is both sort of like your dharma like it's sort of the the good that you're providing to the world and i also think and i think that at this stage in your life it's probably the more important part i also think that it is helping to heal you that by sort of by sort of working with you know kids with speech impediments and like uh you know helping people to meet and and um all of these different things that you're doing you're sort of getting to be the be the adult that you needed
0: Oh that yeah i want adults to do better and i agree it's like i i, I know we haven't talked too much about this stuff but like i i definitely feel the universe like fucking just You know, sometimes you just get like little nudges on the directions you're supposed to go.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I I get them like full blown sometimes, like insane amounts, especially after leaving the bad relationship. It's like, I'm just shocked sometimes at how much the universe just kind of like stops everything to to try and make things go on a different path. I don't know. I started off agnostic when I was younger, but the more I grow up, the more I'm like, holy shit, this pathway thing just keeps happening for me. And I know it's all connected. And like I said, even with the head above the herd, I feel like I had to accept that. And like, that is a positive and I have skills that can benefit people. And I want to use them, and maybe that's why I don't slow down too and nurture my inner child. Because I'm just like I have skills I need to use them, and I should be doing these things with people instead of doing things with myself. And you know,
1: yeah. And what I would, what I would really be careful of is like, I think that it's it's really easy to say like you know this is this is actually a positive and that it that it sort of like takes away the symptoms you know like like taking an advil but i think that the the real juice is l- keeping it as a negative you know like what happened to you wasn't positive at all it was bad it shouldn't have happened to you you shouldn't have had to have gone through that and recognizing that just because it's bad doesn't mean like like ju- just because just because it it like was oh man i don't know how to say this the the only way that i know how to say this is like just because it's ugly doesn't make it any better or worse than something that was pretty just because it's bad doesn't make it any better or worse than something that was good does that make sense i know that sounds really weird
0: no actually it kind of makes sense you're saying it kind of evens out or it's just maybe you just need to switch the perspective a little bit
1: i think that what what it what it ultimately comes down to is like the more that you can start to see things that happen as just things that happen the more good and bad start to sort of shift toward the middle just like we were talking about how there's like there isn't really any normal
0: it's just stuff it's the blanket theory
1: what's the blanket theory
0: I, I, maybe it's made up. I, I saw an heard Hucklebee's.
1: <laughs> no, no, tell me. I'm so curious.
0: I love, uh, just that, I love that we're it. all connected. I don't know. It's probably not even called that. It's just the general connection of the universe and that it's all one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, it's just we're all part of the blanket. And, like the good and bad, the, the evil good. It's just, it's just a thing and it's all connected. And it's...
1: Right. Just sort of like a construct.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's just everything's there. <laughs> I don't know. I probably didn't explain that great, but... Um no, I, I think mm-hmm. I, I think I get it. Huh?
1: Do you, you see a thing? You did a thing. Did you catch it? Do you is know it? what it is?
0: Did I wince my eye and shrug?
1: No 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 no. no, It was it was what you said.
0: Which one? what did I say?
1: When you said um I probably didn't explain it good. Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: I get, it's the speech disability. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced I talk awful. <laughs> even though I'm told no one even knows, my soul.
1: And did you say, Uh, I, I, I thought I remembered hearing you say like one time when we were streaming together that like sometimes it'll still come out? Yeah. So like, yeah. do you have to constantly sort of like be actively not doing
0: it? Somewhat. Somewhat, um, I think it's just like in my subconscious still where I am focusing on how I talk, but it's like, I think that's why um, I write better than I I talk. Um, I have so much process. I describe as there's a lot of processing that goes on when I am speaking, because yeah. I am scrutinizing everything I say, you know, and I'm trying to say the right things. I'm trying to make sure I say them properly. Um, and I laugh it off half the time because I, you know, I just, it can be a source of entertainment. Um, but yeah, I'll drop my R's when I'm drunk very quickly. Like all it takes is a few drinks and my R's are gone, (laughs) you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, So I think that the, you know, the laughing it off is, uh, my cat is scratching her scratch post is a, uh, is a mechanism that a, a defense mechanism that you've built and it's, you know, defense mechanisms are there for a reason they're there you know to protect us um and when when like when you're like processing stuff they can get in the way of of you being able to process stuff they'll sort of block you from being able to metabolize that stuff that that you're working with
0: i never thought of it that way That makes sense
1: and so uh, that that the sort of like technical psychological term for that is uh, we, we develop behaviors that are adaptive. So they uh, they help us adapt to our current environment. And then over time, as we go through life, those adaptations, when we no longer need them, become maladaptive, where they're actually hurting us rather than helping us now. Huh. And so you know, like, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go
0: ahead. No, it's, I, I'm going to go on a whole tangent so Do it. you just made me okay um so my speech disability used to make people angry angry
2: hmm.
0: ridiculous angry because i messed up a word you know <laughs> i don't get it i don't get people and so yeah like a lot of how i am is definitely like diffused with humor i am very big on like processing trauma with humor or just uh fixing a situation with humor and just all the positives that come from it. And so yeah, anything angry, I I think that is my response is to just kind of diffuse with humor. <laughs> you know, and it's it's always been a thing. And I know people who, who get more angry when I do that too. They're like, You're supposed to be mad right now. Why are you laughing? I'm just ah. like <laughs> you know, like yeah. my car broke down, I'm gonna get a hot dog. It's all cool, you know. It's like, no, be stressed, be upset. No, I don't do, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: I have, I have, I have noticed that throughout throughout this conversation, some of the like worst things that you've talked about, you've had a big old grin on your face while you've been talking about it.
0: <laughs> I wonder if that's just like a weird awkward reaction, or if I'm actually enjoying myself in those moments. I'll have to go back and watch that.
1: I think, I think. Comment that, below.
0: I think this is a YouTube later.
1: <laughs> I think that that oftentimes what it is, and this you know could be off base. But I think that oftentimes what it is is that uh, we don't know how to react. And so the only way that we can react is with that defense
0: mechanism. Yeah, I feel so incredibly awkward.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. And I think it's good. I think it's good for – so, like
2: (laughs) –
1: So, norm like it, uh, in ideal function, the way that our emotions work is that they just sort of like flow through us, right? Like we feel angry and like then we let it go and we move on, etc. And so then I like what's
2: <laughs> and so then what sort of
1: happens is like uh, when we don't when when we block that. So like let's say like your car breaks down and like you start to feel really upset but then like your defense mechanism kicks in and, like you block it with humor is that anger gets like stuck somewhere in the flow inside of you and so it just sort of like sits there and festers and then another thing happens and just sort of sits there and festers and builds and builds and builds and builds, and builds until eventually and i'm taking another shot in the dark here you have some sort of breakdown at some point i imagine that there there are probably times Reyes. in your life yeah where Reyes. where it all just sort of it has to get out somewhere. And so.
0: Horror movies. I watch horror movies. It's, it's a de-stressor.
1: Hmm. That's interesting.
0: That's interesting. Or I, yeah, video (laughs) games. Yeah. Yeah. I do have de-stressors. I do. I think I let some of it out that way, but yeah, maybe it is stuck. Maybe that's why I rant. Maybe (laughs) I should not rant maybe I should fix the solution to be angry and not rant because I fixed the angries that I'm not acknowledging.
1: Yeah. Like allowing yeah, yourself to be angry <laughs> or allowing yourself to feel angry or yeah.
0: allowing
1: something to be a negative.
0: Everyone else is allowed to be angry. Why can't I be angry? Everyone wants me to be angry. That's like the biggest thing people have like criticized me on this past year is they're like, you need to be angry about your ex. And I'm just like, you know and i'm having trouble i and i have trouble do you,
1: do you want to be angry i
0: like my, yeah you i want to be angry at him but then i get sad instead
1: well i think that anger i think i think it's actually good because i think that anger is the protector emotion anger sort of like you know keeps guard <laughs> over the other emotions to keep them safe so if you're immediately getting to the sad i think i think that that's okay that's okay. What do you? No tells me I should be mad. What do you? What are you sad about?
0: That happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The lack of protections. The vulnerability. You know, I'm so selective with who I let in close, and I let in the wrong person.
2: <laughs>
1: no, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so a a big a big part of sort of like what I do when I work with people is like, is I just sort of try to help them notice things. And it's not in any way meant to make you feel like self-conscious or make you feel like you're doing something bad or wrong because that's sort of the opposite. I'm actually <laughs>
2: I'm
1: doing I'm trying to do the opposite. Um but like in in this moment when like you're feeling really vulnerable and like you're sort of feeling these feelings, the the your your whole like body language changed for a second. Did you feel that? Hey, I
0: do the smile. I do this. Yeah, you're right. I do do that. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> now I what? notice it. I'm I'm giggling and smiling when I shouldn't be, and I don't feel it, and it's stupid. No, and I'm definitely stiff. I'm definitely stiff. And like even when you're saying the flowing through you, it's like I don't. I just like tense up and keep everything in. That's probably so, not a healthy thing to do.
1: So, Sammy, I'm gonna I'm gonna break you for a second.
0: Oh um, no!
1: I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna sort of like like make you sort of glitch out for a second because no. because in in doing this, you're actually I have
0: a tattoo.
1: <laughs> you're actually beating yourself up further. Do do you see that? Am I? Yeah, because you just said, like, oh, like, I shouldn't do that. Like, I'm so stupid.
0: No, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I have some self-blame a lot. I do Now, that. You,
1: yeah. now you're doing it again. Do you see it? It's this, <laughs> infinite, it's this infinite cycle where, like, you can't help, like, no matter what you do, you're beating yourself up. Because if you, if you are beating yourself up, then you're going to beat yourself up for beating yourself up. And you're going to beat yourself up for beating yourself up. And so, like, the... There's sort of two solutions. The first solution is that like you have to be okay with beating yourself up and you have to be okay with the fact that you tense up and you have to be okay with the fact that you use humor as a defense mechanism and that you and that you smile when, when you should be crying. You have to be okay with all that. all that, that you have to be okay that you don't feel angry. All that all, you, you have to accept all of that. And then when you can't, inevitably, when when you when you start beating yourself up, just run through that brain glitch. Just run through like, oh, I'm beating myself up for beating myself up. That's so stupid. Oh, dang it! I'm beating myself up for beating until your brain just <laughs> breaks, until your brain just completely breaks. And then when your brain completely <laughs> breaks like that, every time that you do that, it's gonna unravel that mechanism a little bit more. It that, that mechanism that you have in place is gonna get a little bit weaker and a little Let's bit it. each
0: time. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of the same thing as addiction. It's like any time like you acknowledge it and even like delay it just a little bit, you're breaking the power to the I system. Actually,
1: I actually know very little about addiction. This is this is the second time that I that I'm remembering you bring up addiction in this conversation. Can you tell me a little bit more about that?
0: Um, I don't have like that the I've heard people talk about addiction. I know because my ex is an alcoholic. So it's like, I know some of it from that. I know from some uh, philosophy and psychology people that have talked about it as well. They're interesting. Um, But every time, so pretty much like you make a ball. And so like this is like the addiction, right? And every single time you enable it so you have a cigarette, it just gets a little bit bigger, right? But every Mm -hmm. time you say no, even if it's just five minutes where you resist a cigarette, you make it a little smaller. So it's like, it becomes a demon over time. And that's why like the longer you're hooked on something, it's the harder to break it because you, you bait into this, you know? Yeah. Huge. And so you just got to kind of break down little patterns. It's like, especially me is like, I I am overweight. I have some food addiction stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know there's like small little triggers and I crack down at them all the time. Just like, okay, well, I'm not going to eat like when this triggers me anymore. And I break it down still fat but i can at least break the cycle to keep me from gaining weight (laughs) you know so but no it's i I think it does like translate to a lot of different things so in yeah so in the cycle to the being myself up i just got acknowledge and start breaking it so (laughs)
1: yeah one of the one of the things that that makes me think of it's really cool and interesting one of the things that makes me think of that I learned recently is that normally uh, relapses of any kind um, like one of the one of the ones that I learned about was like with suicide normally Mm -hmm. like when people actually commit suicide like decide to do that or like when people um, you know uh, have relapses with drugs or alcohol or whatever it's normally a very, very brief period of time in which they decide to do it. So like with like failed suicide attempts, a lot of the time they'll ask people like, when did you decide to do this? And normally like the most common version is not like some super like long planned out thing. It's like, it was like five minutes. Um, and so the sort of, <laughs> the sort of positive side of that, is that if you can sort of like make it through the five minutes so like you were talking about like with food addiction like when you're when you're like god i really want to eat something right now if you can sort of make it through that initial like god i really want something right now usually the intensity of it passes fairly quickly have you experienced that at all
0: Like yeah, I've experienced things.
1: It's 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 okay to be like no. <laughs> Normally, if I want to eat something, it lasts for hours.
0: Oh, the the food stuff. Like yeah, it's like, um, the word the first five is the bad one. The time when you like. I, I always think of it in the same terms of if I could say no for five minutes, it's at least you're making it weaker. But like, yeah, there's times you we are just so craving something and it's still there an hour. And like, there's times where I've put off a craving for days and I'm like, it's still here. Why is it still here? Totally. <laughs> like, it's been days. It should have gone away within an hour. Like it's ridiculous.
1: Totally. Yeah. So then
0: I give in at that point. I'm like, two days is too long. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah.
1: So how how are you how are you feeling about the conversation so far?
0: Uh, you know we've actually I thought we were like defocus on like one topic, but I kind of like that we've kind of been like around and hit on like so many different interesting elements. Cool, yeah, I
1: mean, and they're I actually, all connected. Yeah, because they're all
2: about it's the you. brain. <laughs>
0: yeah, that too, and yeah, you've noticed things I actually didn't notice about myself, so I always appreciate that. But yeah it's also very awkward because i'm getting the spotlight and i'm worried about the spotlight so
1: because <laughs> even i i imagine that even when you stream while you are like in the spotlight i'm i i'm sure that you really make it about your community it's really
0: yeah.
1: it's really not about you
0: I always describe it as like, there's the people who want the spotlight. And like, I end up in a spotlight, but I'm like, hey, other person, come here with me. You know, <laughs> like, and I, I want everyone in the spotlight. I, I just imagine this happy space where everyone's just having a good time. And I try and facilitate that the best I can. Because like I said, especially for like the introverts and the social anxiety and the geeks, cause I grew, that. I grew up when geek culture was fucking awful, like to people, like they hated you for it, you know? And You know, it's, it's really hard. I've saw a lot of people really struggle with that. And like, I think a lot of them are carrying crazy baggage because of it now, you know, there's only, yeah, there's a few big geek traumas, but like personality changes because of it. But yeah, it's same thing wanted. It's just to be kind of seen and accepted for a bit and to have that fun and feel normal for a bit. So, mm. We just, you know, if anyone is like relating to this out there, if they are watching this later and they're relating to it, maybe you're relating to it. I don't know. But (laughs) my therapist did have me go through my childhood at some point. Right. And like she said, like, like think of the good memories and like, you know, you get all those nostalgia movies about your childhood, best friends and all those moments. Right. And that's the ones they always pump out. And then I realized I did have a good childhood. I was alone. But riding my bike alone was beautiful memories and spending days just drawing or reading. Like, I love those memories. And so my childhood's not a universally Hollywood movie version, but I love those moments. And I think most geeks were, they might feel like they got cheated from that experience. It's like, we're going to have a different one. And chances are they have something good there. Your process. <laughs> Are you about to say I have another bad habit? Oh no! No. Break the habit.
1: Stop, no, stop. no, 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 no. <laughs> I the. trying to think how to say it (laughs) you really uncomfortable (laughs) right now
0: I don't know if it's good or bad there's something you see
1: tell tell me about the discomfort
0: you see something on me and I don't know what it is I don't know if I know it even
1: all all that all that I'm all that I'm seeing is um I'm, I'm like, I'm seeing, I'm seeing all of the sort of like machinery working around you. Does that make (laughs) sense?
0: Is it the cities? (laughs) Am I just like, is the city so built around me? And I've done Pink Floyd. I've built the wall. I'm just sitting here like, no, no, get away.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's a bad thing, isn't it?
1: It's just a thing.
0: It's a thing.
1: It's just a thing. It's not good it's not bad we're not gonna we're not gonna make it we're not gonna make it a positive we're not gonna we're not gonna it's just a thing and uh Rosie who's a member of my community often tells me that a, a lot of my work that I do with people is just about noticing stuff and so like one of the things that I that I encourage you to really start noticing Is every time that you, like, make something a positive, just notice it.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
1: Just notice it.
0: Yes.
1: And see what happens.
0: Like, everything. Everything. (laughs) Right. Yep. Oh, crap. Everything. I do it every, uh... (laughs) I've done it, like, ten times. I've probably done it 20 times this week. (laughs) Maybe more.
1: (laughs) I think you've done it 20 times this conversation.
0: Oh, my God. I probably have. Isn't that a good thing, though? It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing.
1: How does that feel when I say it's a thing?
0: It's a thing uneasy. <laughs>
1: makes you uneasy. I don't know what that, what, what, what makes I, you uneasy. What 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 about it feels uneasy?
0: I want to defend it.
1: Hmm.
0: I want to defend it.
1: You want to defend what?
0: That is a good thing. That has a positive spin to it.
1: (laughs) What happens if something isn't positive?
0: There's things that you just can't find positives about. I think I get lost almost because I don't know how to make sense of them. But other than life has bad things. You know? Those things make me sad. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i don't think so i i i am struggling to i'm struggling to find something that you haven't made a positive of i think that i think that you are you are phenomenal at this i don't know I,
0: I, I can say i can say things i can say things that make me sad that like are sad um i, no, have I, a mean,
1: I do i do think i do think that i'm doing in my own
0: head I do think oh, no. that you
1: have. I do think that you have acknowledged things that are that are sad and that are bad, and they always have. They always have some good reason or outcome attached to them. I,
0: I literally just in my head. I had a friend who passed away. But I was so grateful for the chance to know them. Oh my god! I really do this really badly. Oh my gosh.
1: Are you beating yourself up for it?
0: it? Oh my god, I am. Damn it. (laughs) It
2: So just just
1: remember I I I don't know I don't know if it will be useful for you, so you'll have to let me know. But I I do find it very useful when I start doing that, because I'm also very guilty of beating myself up. When I start doing that to just sort of break my mind for a second, it helps a lot. (laughs) Just be like just be like, oh, no, I'm beating myself up for beating myself up. That's so dumb. Oh, no, I'm beating myself up. Oh, no, I'm beating myself up. And eventually it's just like.
2: <laughs> and,
1: and then it breaks down a little bit.
0: Huh. Wow, I really wired up a machine here. yeah, yeah. and it.
1: and here, That's great. I'm so excited to hear that. Because, because, you know, the, the, the cliche phrase of like, um, you know, realizing that you have a problem is the first step. The reason, the reason that that is so true is because, is because noticing things causes change.
0: Yeah. You can't fix alcoholism if you don't even accept you're an alcoholic, you right. know, like, Yeah.
1: Right. And so, and so like, I I don't, I don't know, but it's sort of, it sort of is feeling to me like this is the first time that you're actually like seeing this giant machine.
0: I am. This is killing me because I'm going through even that. I'm just like, oh yeah, like my, when my ex was an alcoholic, now I know so much about alcoholism and I can share it with others. I'm like, what am I doing in my head?
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Holy crap. And that's really the thing that. is
1: that like your your mind is brilliant. Like it is just so good at building these mechanisms for us, for everyone. Everyone every, everyone does this. It's so good at this. And it's for it's for a good reason, Sammy. It's for it's for a positive reason. It's to protect us. It's to help us survive.
2: Yeah.
1: But the thing the thing is Sammy is that now you n- n- now you're safe. Now you're now you're an adult that has agency and that can protect herself and has resources and has people that are available to her that that can that can help her. And so you don't need these you don't need these ginormous mechanisms to protect you anymore and shedding those mechanisms (laughs) is one of the scariest things ever because all of a sudden it's just you but just remember when you feel like it's just you that it's not just you that you also have people here that want to help and support you and one of the things that I've been learning is that when you when you provide value in relationships, which is all you do, by the way, Sammy, you just like you just heck dole it out like dollar bills at a strip club. When you provide value, people naturally feel inclined to provide value back. Now, is everyone going to do that? No. Are some people just going to take, 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 take? Absolutely. But. That being said, I think that for the most part, the majority of people really do, you know, are are good at heart and, and really do sort of when people provide value, they have a natural inclination to provide value back. So I have no doubt, Sammy, that given how generous and giving and loving you are, That you are never going to be alone, even once you take off this ginormous, heavy, terrifying backpack mechanism that you've made. It's going to be scary as heck, but you're never going to be alone. (laughs)
2: That's scary.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Damn right it is.
0: I think the, the nice ex. Part I really liked him was I was able to take all that off and he actually enjoyed that side better. So I think I'm a little sad I lost that, but it was my choice too. So I want to get that with everyone on it. Yeah.
1: Sammy, I really, I really like. I really like you without your backpack too. And I I think that one of the reasons that you struggle so much to connect with people is because you have a big honking robot that is surrounding you at all times. (laughs) So the more that you can take it off and lay it down and, and sort of, you know, let people interact with you I think that, that, that problem will sort of melt away.
0: Get out of the robot, Sammy. <laughs> Get out of the robot, Sammy. <laughs> it's okay in the robot, Shinji. Get out of the robot, Sammy. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. reference.
1: You did, you, you did, you did really, really good. I don't know. I don't know if you felt it, but like you really, you really sat in it for a good amount of time. Did you feel that?
0: yeah no i definitely do you hit on some really interesting points and things i didn't actually really notice i was kind of caught in a cycle of (laughs) okay i have to figure out why i had that robot up to begin with
1: well i think we've definitely uh We've definitely found, I, I, I'm, I'm sure there's more, but I, I think that we've definitely found quite a few reasons, <laughs> like the fact that adults and kids bullied you like crazy when you were little because you couldn't express yourself, and the fact that you were in an abusive relationship or multiple abusive relationships, those things, dur- dur- during times like that, we have to survive. And so our mind does whatever it needs to, to do that.
0: Yeah. No, it makes sense. You're right. It's like, yeah, I, I don't want to take up anything negative in this space. And so I've built this cycle to avoid doing that totally a positive in the spaces.
1: And now it's safe for you to take up negative space. What, what is huh. What is your reaction or thoughts or feelings when I say that?
0: I'm like, ooh, how should I do that? The raccoon side of me is like mischief. But then I'm still to do some mischief.
1: <laughs> You're like, I want to do crime.
0: <laughs> be gay, do crime. <laughs> I am, yeah, and I am ready. I'm ready to stand on my own and maybe not be perfect. Let, let go of the
1: perfectionism for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, <Yay>! your, <laughs> Sorry. Did, your, did your mind go, did your mind go, am I ready to stand on my own and let go of the perfectionism? No,
2: I do know that. I I, do no, know I that. just,
1: I saw, I saw your face, I saw your face like, like it, it almost looked like you were like,
0: am I? What? Oh man, Maybe. <laughs> maybe i'm in denial over it and i'm just like you need to s-. i'm like pushing myself out of the nest like Get the i'm just fuck out. <laughs> I'm, I'm just
1: i'm just throwing out theories i i don't i don't i don't claim to know or anything i'm i'm just i'm just noticing
0: no it's i push myself out i pushed myself out and i need to be on my own two feet and i'm scared as fuck to not be in a relationship scared as fuck to do it but i gotta i gotta finish healing from shouldn't have been even in a relationship and i knew that for ages um but i gotta heal up for the rest of that crap that i went through and really actually look at it and look at it through myself and not yeah I gotta figure it out
1: so there's there's two two sides to this coin the first is like i think that you know it's it's good for you to take off the backpack and stand on your own two feet and all that jazz and like if if you have found that like you cannot you cannot be uh out of a relationship then like uh, I, I i don't i don't really know that pattern all too well and what, what i would And it is also okay to do this and be in a relationship. Because what might happen is you might get to a point where you're like, I'm not going to get into a relationship until I'm fixed. Until I'm better.
0: <laughs> no, <Nah>, not so... <laughs> no, I just... you know I'm like demisexual so it's like I need to have that bond and I don't I'm not there with people because I don't get there with people when I'm in a relationship and so I'm kind of realizing that pattern of like hey it's not going to happen overnight but I hope I can start getting close to people strengthening friendships and maybe one of those friendships will become a real thing and like not not a real thing but like you know a relationshipy thing and it's going to take time. And I I know, yeah, I know. I need to stop picking certain types of people and I need to pick the ones that will hopefully not have the same backpack. But then again, we could start a mega anime series if we did. Um, But yeah, I want ones that like do wanna focus on bringing kindness and focus on ambitions and making good things happen creating just creating in general
1: and helping so no you more take, stoics helping you take <laughs> the backpack off huh helping you take the backpack off
0: yeah I I give a lot and like I have had partners give to me too I'm not going to say they don't because they have and I just want ones where I don't know Maybe I'm too self focused. I, I, sorry. I'm going through a breakup, so I'm like a little. I'm still a little head fucked.
1: (laughs) I think it, I think it helps, actually, because you're, you're a little, you're a little more raw. You like, your, your defense mechanisms don't work as well because you, you're just too hurt. It's like a gazelle with a, Injured leg. Can't run as good from a lion. <laughs> I hate to illustrate myself as a predator here, but.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you said something interesting, though. You said maybe I'm just too self focused. Yeah. What's that?
0: I worry that in relationships I get too selfish and focused on myself, because I I date stoics and then I don't know. The Sammy, one I just spoke up with called me selfish. So. Sam, <laughs> I I I I
1: I want to respect the boundary that you said at the beginning of this conversation by you know saying like you don't you don't want to get into details about the most recent relationship. Um, and at the same time, like, I I think that... I think that you thinking of yourself as selfish uh, is... I'm a little confused because everything that we've talked about during this conversation is exactly the opposite. And I actually, like two tentacle Tantras ago, uh, the one that I had with Cuddle, one of the big concepts that we talked about is that usually if you are a giver, which Sammy, I'm just gonna tell you flat out, you are 100% a giver. Usually if you're a giver, you feel like a taker. And other people are gonna make you feel like a taker because they're takers. So i saw some yeah. em- emotions sort of burst out of you there what um what hit a nerve
0: because i'm conflicted because i know i'm a giver but yeah. i also feel like a taker <laughs> yeah. but i i feel like they might be right and like that's the other thing that like gets me kind of what if they are right and what if at a certain point when i do get close to people i just take because I feel it's okay to take, and then it's not okay. <laughs> what if I can't be in? A, uh, I'm just telling myself I can't be close to people, and it's stupid. <laughs> Break the pattern. Sammy,
1: Sammy, I think good, good job, good job. You caught it. Good job. Look at Sammy, I think that. Interestingly enough, I think that what your ex may have been expressing is the opposite of what he said. Because he said that you were selfish, but I imagine the reason that he felt like you were selfish, and I you know, I don't want to put words in his mouth or anything, but I'm just theorizing here, is because he felt like you wouldn't let him take care of you which in, in in its own weird way is kind of selfish. You are you are so you're such a huge giver that you won't let other people take care of you. And I can I can speak authoritatively on this cuz I'm also one of those people, Sammy. <laughs> I also struggle with that. When I was younger, I it was in high school and I was really close with this girl and the friendship didn't work out. Uh, and later on, like a few years later, I had this realization. I was like, none of my friends have really ever seen me cry. Like I've seen all of my friends cry and none of my friends have seen me cry. And I texted randomly, I don't know why I did, but I texted her about it. I was like, you know, I just realized, I've seen all my best friends cry, and none of my best friends have seen me cry. And I was expecting her to be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, your best friends, they don't take care of you. Your best friends, they don't look out for you. Instead, what she said is, yeah, it's a wall you put up.
0: Oh, and I was like, fucking right at it. Holy shit.
1: I was like, oh, crap. this is me (laughs) so similarly I think that and again like I could totally be wrong I really don't want to put words in your ex's mouth but I think that what he may have been trying to express is not that you know you're some terrible taker but rather that he desperately wants to be able to take care of you because he thinks that you deserve that and he he wants that intimacy with you and you won't let him have that because it's so fucking scary
0: that's a sweet concept that's not what happened here but like i do i can see that i can i can definitely see other people have that no no it's i think it was a
1: It could also have been him lashing out in anger. There's
0: a few things it could have been. It could have been, I think it was ADD and like, you know how ADD people, like if you get in an intense conversation, sometimes they get a little like spacey. No, I think I, Oh, um, it's a thing. It's a thing. ADHD people. Sometimes we get like a little sidetracked and we have trouble focusing on a conversation. Um, And so, like, we can kind of get derailed, especially if we don't know it's, like, a sit-down formatted conversation. And I think I've done that to people in my life. And, hey, maybe that's why I don't have intimate friends, too. Um, (laughs) um, Maybe they think I'm not interested.
1: Because, like, you'll be having a conversation, like, a serious conversation, then like, you'll space out. And then they're like, you weren't even listening to me.
0: But you are. You're trying.
1: Yeah. Because from what I, from what I understand about, from what I understand about it, it's like, it's actually not that like your brain isn't working. It's that your brain is working too well. It's that like you have so much going on in your brain at once that like one thing is not enough to hold your attention. You need a whole lot more.
0: Yeah. It can be like that sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> i i if, if i just focus on one thing sometimes i just fall asleep <laughs> yeah,
1: me too actually <laughs> definitely if i if i like am not doing anything i'm gonna fall asleep <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah don't know what's credible what's not but definitely will keep an eye on my next relationship to make sure the criticisms are at least reflected on a little bit a little bit of a positive spin, not as bad as my other ones. <laughs> no, I think
1: I think that that's I think that that's a a good thing. I think I think what what I heard you say just now is like. In in my relationships going forward, when people criticize me, I'm gonna, instead of just like immediately taking it at face value, I'm gonna examine it a little bit. Right. And I think. Like that that that's part of the like not being a doormat thing, is like. When you're a doormat anything that anyone says to you has to be true like if i said you know if i if i if i was a if i was a terrible tentacle tantress, if i was like you know sammy you really are you're just a horrible selfish human being and you really you really need to change everything about yourself you would just be like yep i'll change do you have doormat vibes do i have doormat vibes
0: yeah mm-hmm. I've met people like that, and they're submissives, and I've seen some submissives
1: like that. It's complicated with me. Everything's complicated with me. Um, It's complicated with me because on the one hand, uh, I think that I can be in some ways, but on the other hand, I also know that a lot of people are really afraid of me. Like, in past communities that I've built, people would message Bertie to talk to me, because they were too afraid to talk to me themselves.
0: But you're so happy and sweet! I wasn't. Oh my goodness. It's been a, it's been a,
1: it's been a, it's been a pretty, uh, significant shift. I had a lot of, a lot of self-hate that got projected in a lot of places and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, that's neither, that's neither hither nor thither um but uh but yeah so and I and I I do think that there are definitely uh submissive there are there are areas of my submissiveness that come from me struggling with uh feeling allowed to exist but that's my stuff and we can talk about my stuff, but not here. That's not that okay. that's that's not. What I, want
0: this is to, for. I want to another time.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> totally can.
0: Okay.
1: Maybe maybe I can maybe I can, you know.
0: Uh, return the you know, love sex dating. It's just gonna be love, sex and dating tentacle tech every time. I love <laughs> it.
1: Have you done any more episodes?
0: No, I'm trying to get more guests coming up. I think I might have this really awesome person, a uh, Bagel Rabbit, who's like uh he does electric violin music and he's a furry uh, non binary and just like looks like I started it's like one step away from being like a furry equivalent of like Dr. Frankenfurter because he has they have like their their makeup like perfect like Frankenfurter style and like I'm just like I'm always and like bondagey, and like I'm just like I love your vibes every time I, I love it here <laughs> He said, it's like, I'm like him 30% imperviness." I'm just like, how dare you? (laughs) I wonder what I'd say about your channel.
1: (laughs) So Sammy, I want to, I want to check in. We're, we're, we're getting, we're getting close to the two hour mark, which is usually sort of where like, I'll start to like wrap things up. So I want (laughs) to check in and like, first ask like you know where your head is at what things you're thinking about and then like ask if you have any questions if you're reflecting on anything just sort of like get 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 a vibe from you and see see if there's if there's anything that you want to delve into a little bit further
0: we can lot love really interesting things and i i'm i am pulling a lot from it a lot um like the perfectionism and like that you're just like you point out the cycle that i've like kind of put this like happy thing and overkill this gratefulness and like you're too grateful you need to stop like don't be that grateful god damn it let some anger let some sadden like and i do let the sadden but i need to make sure i let the emotions flow through me and i think you stating that like all you're talking about is like doing things for others and you're sitting here saying that you're selfish and it's like I could be accidentally selfish. I don't mean to be. And I fucking hate when I hear I am because I don't mean to be. And like, I immediately just panic. Like, how could I have done that better? And like, "Mm, stupid. So yeah, I just, I need to let myself fuck up or just be normal. I think you're right. There's a big machine here and big backpack and I just got to kind of unpack it a bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was a fantastic summation. Thank you. Um <laughs> and uh you have the I'm sure that there's probably more, but two of the main components, or the main sort of functions that I've seen of your machine, there's the there's the like um there's the happy cog that you know turns and makes everything happy and then there's the there's also the like beat yourself up cog and what's really cruel about the way that this machine is set up is that when the when the happy cog when the happy cog doesn't kick in the beat yourself up cog kicks in so yeah you you're sort of on double duty in terms of noticing where When you notice the happiness, that's great. Notice the happiness, but then make sure be careful that the, that, that while you're noticing the happiness, the beat yourself up cog doesn't start turning. Does that make sense?
0: It does. That does. (laughs) And I do need to figure a way to be a little more baseline too. Cause it's just, I know there's a lot of different elements to my personality out there and like, they're all me, but they're all different vibes. I need to chill on the the positive spits. Cause sometimes, yeah, I don't know.
1: (laughs) So I don't know. I, 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 I I, yeah, I don't know if, I I, want to say, I want to leave you with this, Sammy. But I I don't know if this will be I want to leave you with this thing or if we'll need to delve into it further. But I don't think that you need to be anything. I think that the problem is that people have been telling you that you need to be something other than you your entire life. And i think that now a big part of that journey of standing on your own two feet is just being you and sort of all all, all that all that i'm trying to do is to help sort of strip away some of the some of the machine that's that's attached to you it is not in any way to try to make you be something other than you because what you are and who you are
0: is enough yep you're right and you said like i need to make time for my inner child and i think i am going to because that's the thing i should nurture i sit there and nurture other things modern watering everyone else's lawn and i need to water mine a little bit more oh. um but it just, it makes me happy to make people so, <laughs> you know, so yeah. but I need right. to nurture myself.
1: I think that that, 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 that is part of you and that's a perfectly acceptable part of you. There's nothing, you know, you, you, you are, you are perfect just the way you are, Sammy. And so if you want to nurture other people, nurture other people. Just don't forget to nurture yourself too. Yeah. And if you don't feel angry, don't you don't have to force yourself to feel angry. But when your car breaks down, it's okay to be kind of upset about it. And let that, you know, run its course.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll try that. I'll try that. I'll be angry.
1: <laughs> or upset or sad. Whatever, whatever it is. Whatever it is doesn't it doesn't have to be any particular thing it's just whatever is whatever is there and one of the Thank things you. that i would recommend just because i think that it's a good recommend like you know therapy is something that i recommend to everybody but uh another thing that i'm starting to recommend to everybody is uh to meditate because what meditation does, a lot of people think that meditation is sort of the act of like not thinking, but really the not thinking is sort of like the end result. Because what meditation is really about is is it's letting that flow happen. It's sitting and watching that flow.
0: I, I then, did it when I first, uh, yeah. I did it when I first moved out. I was just so tense, and it was the few moments I could actually release and relax
1: yeah yeah and so like what happens is like once you meditate for a long long time and you let all that stuff flow out then you're left with this sort of like beautiful emptiness because you've let everything sort of flow through you and so for you especially I think it would be really really helpful because you can sit there and let all of those things that that are stuck inside you just sort of bubble up. Just be like, oh, I'm really freaking angry at my abusive ex. Oh, I'm really, really scared about opening up to anybody. Oh, I'm really, really stuck in this cycle of turning things positive. Oh, I... I'm really really beating myself up all the time oh I really really hate making time for myself all that stuff will just start sort of bubbling up and you just sort of let it flow just let it let it flow through you and then eventually it flows out not just with meditation I I don't I don't (laughs) I don't I don't don't pitch meditation as a cure-all I don't think that it is but I think that it's something that can help
0: yeah no, I felt benefits from it. I should resume it. I need to resume a lot of things. This year, the first year out is just about like, getting back and like, surviving, you know, and then like, I want to refocus on myself when September hits and start doing the good things for myself. So,
1: You said when September hits. Yeah. What 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 Ooh. is what is uh? What's that's the, the one year out. Oh, gotcha.
0: So I'm just I just it's been here. <laughs> and I just so much paperwork, so much everything. Yeah. So I think that's gonna be my conscious thing of like, okay, you made it, and now you need to take care of yourself. You've had that yeah. year of stress and processing, and you need to take care of yourself better now and. Yeah.
1: be yeah. careful be careful that it's not a new year's resolution okay do you no, know what i mean no,
0: yeah no i'm gonna it's been a it's been a quit like at least half a year since i was on keto and i, I want to go back into ketosis because i feel good on it too it's i had to i had to cut corners to to make it this year so <laughs> next sure. year less corner cutting
2: yeah
1: Yeah. And
0: predetermined my set of goal.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny that you said that, because I was actually just about to say that I think that the reason that New Year's resolutions usually fail is because they're they're goals. And I think typically... Goals can be helpful in certain contexts, but for things like self-improvement and like you know, healing, I think that they can often make us feel more behind.
0: Yeah. I um I do mind weird. I do mind weird. I do mind like challenges. And then I get really severed and all into it. So, like I said, date like 30 days of Jackbox or 31 days of horror games. You know, I've done those things. And then I, or like one month of like you keto, know, you know, it's like I could do that once I said, I'm just like, yeah, look at me rock. You know, it's like if you have that end date, it, it helps.
1: Interesting. So, Interesting. I like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm wired, Silly. <laughs> huh. so.
1: Well, Sammy. I am really excited for you. Thank you. I think, I think that uh, for me, I think that m- like my favorite when I was little, I, w- I used to drive my parents crazy because I would just sit in like like on long, long road trips. I would just sit in the back of the car and I'd be like, what's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? I've always been obsessed with favorite things.
0: Oh, my God, me too. People yeah. hate those questions for some reason.
1: I love them. I, I love big x Um, So I think that for me, my favorite part of this conversation was when you said something along the lines of, like, I see, I, like, I'm seeing this machine. I, I, and I, I think, like I said, like, the fact that you saw it during the course of this conversation Gives me, like, so much hope.
2: I'm so...
0: That's I, my
1: too. That was your favorite moment, too? It's,
0: it's wild! Like, I literally was just like, oh my gosh. I have my own baby. There's all this stuff body. on my
1: back. What's going on? What is this?
0: <laughs> and Gallian goes into, like, existential stuff, too. And, like, yeah, psychology. And I'm just like, oh, well, there we go. I'm just, like, quoting Gallian in my head, too. I'm like, Okay so i gotta get out of the robot
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so i am i'm really i'm really hopeful for you and um i'm excited to see to see what happens and um you know keep keep in touch check in uh let me know if you know if there's any sort of like fallout or anything because of this like if if you if 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 all with you (laughs) no like if all of a sudden like you're going through life and you're like oh my god i can't even like function anymore because all i'm noticing is like my coping mechanisms i just can't handle it what's going on and like because i i would you know i would hate to i would hate to cause any sort of cause any make make things worse instead of better it's definitely my intention to to help um
2: hopefully better yeah
1: yeah so just let me know keep in touch um and uh any 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 last things that that you want to ask about or say anything about anything like that
0: we just want to talk to you more i don't know um thank you so much for doing this with me and walking me through this you really hit on a lot of stuff i didn't even notice about myself and at least five things at least and that's least pretty incredible top at five least oh my goodness
1: the top five uh the no no the no no deep- no i was i was just, <laughs> I was just making a joke See that
2: the,
0: first
1: video. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i was just making a joke about clickbait um <laughs> um yeah and uh oh i remember i almost i almost forgot what i was gonna say i was gonna say uh Oh, if you're in a space where you need support and you don't feel like you have it uh, reach out to this community because one of the things that I'm starting to build so like for the for the first time ever in my community um, people are actually using the voice chat like I've built like I don't know four or five discords and people have never used voice chat And For the first time ever people are starting to use the voice chats, and I really like that. I'm really excited about that And so I uh, so today I, I posted I posted a little announcement about some like new Discord channels that I made so there's the talking tentacles channel Which is like the classic voice chat channel and then there's mini TTs which is mini tentacle tantras where like people in the community can just sort of like help each other out for like You know when I'm not available because I'm only one guy Um, and there's meditate together where we can sort of like encourage like good habits to sort of like meditate with each other there's clean together where you can just sort of like hang out and like work on the humdrum stuff together and then there's uh, watch parties where obviously you know if you want to watch things with people so like you know if you're feeling like you're in a place where you don't have someone that you can lean on when you need somebody to lean on feel free to reach out it i i might not be able to always be the one to help but hopefully there will be someone in the community that can
0: i love it i i want to do these things i want to go meditate in there
1: yeah i i I actually haven't meditated today um normally (sighs) normally i um normally i meditate first thing in the morning uh Right after my workout, but this morning I, I've I've been having, I've been working really hard at some things for my career, and uh, I've been exhausted because of it. And so, this morning, um, I knew it was going to be an intense day because Fridays always are for me, just in terms of some stuff that I have to process, um, like process at work, not like process psychologically.
0: Okay,
1: I was gonna um, say, is this your therapy <laughs> No, no, no.
0: Uh, and That's so, toxic. and so, I
1: I woke up at six, like I normally do, and I was like, no man, I need the extra sleep. So instead of going and working out and meditating, I reset my alarm for seven and slept the extra hour, and I do not regret it at all. I was very happy about it. But that being said if you would like to if you would like to um meditate with me like i'll stop the tentacle tantra and we can like go into the like meditate together channel and we can i i i use i use an app called headspace and i can just sort of like play on my phone uh oh and, i've like,
0: always wanted to use that one
1: yeah yeah so I'm i could
0: just i
1: music. what was that
0: i just found classical music
1: so headspace is that there's no music it's like a guided meditation so like they just sort of walk you through sort of like where like where to sort of like like how to how to think about things while you're meditating or how to how to be while you're meditating basically so if you're interested in that we could we could
0: i would love that actually because i wanted to check out this app so
1: let's let's heck and do it so uh uh Thank you so much for doing this and um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop recording and then and then we'll we'll hop in, okay?
0: Bye people. <laughs> I'll see you in meditation. <laughs>